Welcome to Dev and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Roostrack. I'm here with special guest, Luca, and I'm going to have you say your last name because although I'm the queen of butchering names, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Luca Yankopoulos. Okay, so that's a very lo- long name. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So what exactly do you do? Yeah, sure. I'm an entrepreneur. I am a co-founder and the CEO of Grapevine Technologies. Okay. And yeah, go ahead, sir. What is that exactly? Yeah, I guess I'll I'll start with the why. Um, I my mom is a nurse. My dad is a doctor and a scientist, and I've seen firsthand a lot of troubles and costs that have come from supply chain in the medical and healthcare space. Um, sort of costs and, and, and failures that have scared me. They scared me. I was scared about the well-being of my parents and other frontline heroes that you know, deserve to be protected. And I wanted to get involved for just that reason. As I've gotten involved, we've seen healthcare businesses spending four or five times what they should be on medical supplies, medical devices, drugs. Um, And we've been able to bring great relief to those people, to those frontline heroes. And that's the mission we're on. So we help frontline workers and healthcare businesses see what they should be paying for healthcare supplies. And then we make it effortless to achieve savings of up to 80% on their, on their budgets for, for medical supplies and drugs. That is very good. Um, so I'm going to break this down so everyone at home can understand what you're doing. If you have this pair of scissors, because it's laying on my desk, we go to Walmart, we pay $2 for it. The healthcare system, they're paying five, six dollars for the same pair of scissors. So they're actually 80, 90, 110 percent more than what we pay at Walmart. So you're bridging that gap. So they're paying what we pay when we go shopping, basically. Exactly. And even more, it's like we built an online super mall, right? For not just Walmart, but for all the other options. Because if you were stuck shopping at even if it was Walmart or any other one single store, right? You might find some good deals. You might know that you're getting the best price on a few items, but the next day you might walk into another store and see the same item, a toilet paper or a, you know, bed sheets at half the price, right? So there isn't any one supplier that's got the best price on everything. And because of how the industry is set up, because of sort of the legacy in place and the fear of changing, um, there really is only one store or a handful, maybe two or three that people sort of shop at. So we basically act as a, for consumers out there, just everyday people, we act as like an Expedia or a kayak, but not for booking your next vacation and showing you the different places you can, you can do that. Um, but for showing you the different places from which you can purchase the supplies that you already need, or even check out some alternative, uh, brands or more cost-effective brands on, you know, FDA verified Uh, similar quality products. Right. Because if you think about it from a consumer point of view, and I'm buying something for the medical to resell it because that's what hospitals do. Mm -hmm. Let's not joke around that hospitals are, we buy as a consumer from the hospital. We buy our medical care. Totally. So 
when we buy something at a wholesale price, then we pass the, we are able to pass the savings on to our consumer. So if you're going to a hospital and you need gauze, you need band-aids, you need whatever it is, now they can save you money instead of having a $1,500 ambulance bill. Absolutely. And those sort of middleman markups, right, that we feel as patients, right, the hospital's going to mark things up to a mm -hmm. certain degree. Um, but hospitals aren't the only one. The distributor that sells, you know, the IV solution when you need to go and get an IV because you're, you're unwell or you have the flu, the distributor is also marking it up. And there's layers and layers of markup and sort of, you know, unfair pricing that gets built in to the everyday patients that we pay. So if we can knock off, you know, 80% for the hospital on these costs, next time you get an IV and they say IV solution, saline, you know, $800, which I've gotten a bill for exactly that, it won't say that. It should say mm -hmm. IV solution, you know, whatever, a small fraction of that number. Like 150. Exactly. It shouldn't be $800. I can remember being in the hospital from my strokes and everything and getting to see the hospital bill. Thankfully, I had insurance. But it was like $800 for the each time they change the IV. Then you have $500 per needle they use. It was a little ridiculous. By the time I would have got done paying it, it would have been $150,000. Yeah, it's, it's insane. And we can do better. Like as a civilization, as human beings, we can do better than that. And that's exactly the mission that, that we're on. So how do the hospitals, the medical professionals find you? Yeah, our, so we're like a platform. We're like a software. Um, it's an online website, right? It's go-grapevine.com. Anyone can sign up, any hospital, any healthcare business, any practice. Um, they can sign up for free. And all they have to do is they basically type in the stores that they normally shop at, right? And in the healthcare space, what's pretty interesting is each of those stores will have a different price tag depending on who you are, which to me also doesn't really feel right. Imagine you walked into the store and went to go buy those scissors and it was a different price than when I went to go buy those scissors. That just wouldn't be fair, but that's the way it is in the healthcare space. And um, the, the hospital, the healthcare worker, they simply need to come on a Grapevine's website, sign in and type in the suppliers they work. We then read in all of the suppliers and their specific prices that they've historically bought at. And we perform analysis, basically giving them hundreds of different options to buy the same exact products and telling them which is the best price version of that. Um, so basically giving them where there's an opportunity to connect directly with the manufacturer instead of buying it from your distributor. And you can lower the price and get the same service. Or maybe instead, why don't you try out this different alternative brand? You're buying the Gucci or the Louis Vuitton of the IV catheter or the needle. Do you really need that for your type of work that you're doing at the urgent care clinic? Maybe, maybe not. Um, so we try to make those recommendations to the healthcare workers to switch and save. And again, this is a totally free to use platform. It's a free to use service. There's really no risk or reason to, to not give it a shot. Exactly. It's saving hospital money. It's a lot of time healthcare workers, especially home health aides, have to buy supplies themselves. I know my grandmother's home health aide, there's things that they have to purchase for themselves to use. Mm -hmm. Other things are supplied by the um, whatever place they're employed by. But at the same time, you're saving a bunch of people money that in turn saves the consumer money. 
Exactly. That said, can consumers come on your platform to find things that are non-prescription things like gauze, band-aids, stuff like this? Yeah, we're set up right now to be a, you know, a business to business priority platform. And I think it's important to sort of focus on a, on a niche to do anything well in your early stages of, of a project. Um, but it's not like we're blacklisting consumers. Like if you're a nurse or you're a home care professional, um, you can absolutely come on online and start purchasing your supplies on Grapevine. Um, I will say the whole system may not be perfectly tailored for your needs. It's going to ask you to basically, or a lot of the sort of savings can be derived from buying larger volumes or buying a full case of gauze instead of like the small little pack, which mm -hmm. economically makes sense, but may not make sense for, you know, a nurse that's got limited space in her apartment or her house to, to store the stuff. Exactly. Well, we wanted to make sure that we're targeting the right people with hearing, hearing this, because I know my cousin's a nurse and she can take this to her, uh, whoever her boss is, and go, hey, I have an idea for you. Versus my mother, who does home health care for my grandmother, may not need or want in your pocket. Exactly. And, and the, uh, like you said before, the, the, the supply, we actually work with a lot of home health care companies, um, mm -hmm. but primarily the, the company itself, right? Not the individual nurse when she needs mm -hmm. to go and buy a box of gloves for herself. We may not be the best source for that. Uh, but for the business that does buy a few cases, the nurses come to the office, they pick up the gloves, they pick up the, um, you know, disinfecting wipes or the incontinence pads, those sorts of things, right? We do work with home health care in that sense, um, just a little less on the sort of small individual uh, purchasing. No, oh, that's wonderful that you have this going on. This is something that's much needed, especially in the U.S. medical fields. Now, I was probably all worldwide, but uh, I'm going to stick with U.S. because that's where I'm at and that's what I know. Yeah. So that said, are you doing international? Right now, no, we're, we're focused just on the U.S. I mean, a needle that's approved by sort of our governments and is compliant for use in our healthcare systems mm -hmm. is actually not the same needle or mask or whatever that may be approved in Europe or Asia or, you know, other, other parts of the world. So we're focused exclusively on the U S you know, trying to make it a very tailored solution for a very specific group of people. And, you know, that allows us to, to make the best possible solution rather than spreading ourselves and our resources too thin. No, I get it 100%. I mean, how many of our U S medical, anything is actually banned in other countries? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's totally different. You have the same manufacturer sometimes producing goods for U.S. standards, mm -hmm. right? Sending them into the United States for sale um, and then producing sort of a different line of goods. They have the ability to do both, but there's different sort of measurements they take, different ways to evaluate uh, efficacy of, you know, things as simple as a mask, right? In, in COVID, I think that was something I saw all over the news all the time, right? The KN95s are the Chinese approved ones or the N95s are the U.S. approved ones. And you sort of see the different standards at play. Um, and it's it's a complicated world, you know, we live in. So it's it's good to focus here at home. It, yeah, you, we focus on what we know because that's what we know. You can't go and say, hey, I'm going to be a doctor today. I never went, went to medical school. Totally. You can't do it. Same thing in the business world. Yeah, absolutely. So are you 
focus on, on any other products that will be incorporated into Grapevine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's everything that those sort of businesses, the, and we, we sort of work with your local dentist, right? Family-owned dentist or urgent care clinic, all the way up to bigger healthcare systems that are national with 75 locations, right? So there is kind of a, a, a broad network of people that we serve, but all of them have a few sort of needs in common. Um, we obviously have the medical supplies, the things we've been talking about today, from you know gauze to needles to gloves and whatnot, uh, as well as implants and different medical devices. Then you've got sort of more uh, equipment or, or furniture related things, surgical tables, exam room lights, right? Those sort of things, even x-ray machines. Um, and yeah, yeah. And, and then you've got, you know, your, your sort of drugs, which people, the drugs that are used that are administered in or, or for pharmacy or prescription grade, you know, stuff that's used in the, the medical office, things like the IV solution in the bag, things like lidocaine for a small procedure or Novocaine in your mouth when you have a cavity. Uh, so those things we're starting to to get into and to explore as well. Awesome. I look forward to your continued growth. How, hopefully every medical provider comes to you. That, that way we can all save as consumers. Yeah. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Get our medical costs down a little bit. Totally. I mean, right now the U.S. is spending more than half a trillion dollars on medical supplies and drugs, right? The healthcare businesses and, and doctors and nurses. And I think it should be 50% of that, if not less. And I think that we can achieve that in the next five to 10 years, despite inflation, despite all the forces that may make that a challenge. I know what we've done for hundreds of businesses already, and I see that being rolled out on a broader scale. I don't think anything's stopping us. And I really do believe we're on the right side of history here. I mean, I'm up with the, the news and, and seeing what's going on. And the Federal Trade Commission, our you know, federal government, has opened investigations into a lot of the sort of industry leaders that have been forcing people to overpay for years and driving shortages in specific scenarios. And it's, you know, it's all public information. It's stuff that we can all look up and learn more about, but I'm, I'm glad to be on a, on a business team that's on the right side of history uh, for this battle. I wish you well, I really do. And hopefully, like I said, there's so many medical professionals out there today. My cousin is one of them that needs to have their bosses listen to this. Take it back to your bosses. Have them take it to their higher ups. This will save your company money, which in turn saves the customer money. And in your case, your customer is your patients. Absolutely. It's a it's a win 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 for everyone involved and everyone who matters. So. I hope I can collaborate and partner with as many people as possible on this. And one more time, where can the healthcare providers find you? Yeah, www.go-grapevine.com. There's a sign up button right there and it's free to sign up. Um, and it's go-grapevine.com. And Grapevine, like, heard it through the Grapevine, that old that old song. <laughs> oh, we have the... Uh... Raisins, raisinets, or whatever they were. I'm gonna go grapevine. So, what was your inspiration naming this company? Yeah, that's a, that's a, always a fun question, and I got sort of three different answers that all that all collide. Um, one is the way that the 
we, you know, people call it the supply chain. You've probably heard of that. I think everyone's heard of that by this point. But when you imagine a supply chain, it's sort of like a, a string or a straight line of chain links in a row. And that's supposedly how supplies get to where they're going. But the more we've investigated it, it's not really a chain or like a single string or line of stuff. It's more like a branching network, right? It's got a stem where everything's going and it's got all these different, you know, fruits of people's labor delivering and funneling towards one specific location. So from a visual perspective, I think the supply chain looks and feels a lot more like a grapevine than it does like a chain. Um, in the more sort of mythological uh, and spiritual sense, I'm a, I'm a Greek. That's why my mouth or my name is a, is a mouthful. And um, in Greek mythology, there is the Titans and the gods. And you've probably heard all about the gods, Zeus and Hera and Athena mm -hmm. and Aphrodite. Um, yeah, I have a book, book that explains all of them. Um, <laughs> so the, the Titans um, ruled the world and they ruled the world a little more fiercely, you know, mucking up and, and, and hurting people and animals in a way that the gods weren't okay with. And there's a certain point where um, the smaller, the little guys who become the gods decide to sort of fight back and take over the Titans and, and rip apart the industry as it's known and set a new higher quality of life for, for everyone out there. And that decision is made by Zeus, sort of the king of the gods, um, when his kid, Dionysus, who's the, the god of, of grapes and wine and music and all good things, um, gets torn to shreds by, uh, by the titans, the forefathers that dominate the sort of industry unfairly. So we, we want to pay homage to, you know, the grapevine, um, pay homage to the grapes, pay homage to, to Dionysus in our battle, um, where we're willing to sort of act as a, as a martyr to expose these, these problems um, that exist at the hands of the Titans and try to take them down. That is a very good explanation. <laughs> Understanding the Greek gods and what you, everything you just said. As I said, I have a book laying around here, one that actually wrote about this. So, so understanding what you're talking about. And if you think of the medical field as Titans, or at least their suppliers as the Titans, they need to be knocked down a little bit. Totally, totally. But thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great time. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy healing. <laughs>